Hey, welcome back, everybody. It's time once again for Closing the Wealth Gap. The one show, maybe the only show that shows you how to close the wealth gap in your own life with the man who's done it for many, our wealth coach himself, Tyrone French. Hey, Tyrone. Welcome, 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 everybody, to this this uh, edition of Closing the Wealth Gap. I'm Tyrone French, and I'm here with my, I guess I can call him a sidekick. <laughs> I'm Ed McMahon, and so you're Johnny long. Carson. Or I'm dating myself. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, Paul Roberts, I mean, I tell you, um, I mean, I get so many emails and, and calls about you and your personality <laughs> and, you know, how knowledgeable you are and how... You know, it's just we have this balance as far as going back and forth. And they always talk about, you know, you ask the questions that they would love to ask. It's like they're listening to the show and all of a sudden you say exactly what they were thinking. That's my goal. That's my personality type that comes easy to me. I'm the question asker. I'm the one that's back of the room says a big meeting around the room. I said, excuse me, but what are we doing? <laughs> exactly. Hey, but I tell you what, you know, a lot of things are going on in the world today. I'm getting a lot of phone calls from my clients. A lot of, you know, people that know me know that I have an insurance company, Tyrone. Well, I'm a mark insurance marketer. Right. Uh, Tyrone French and Associates. Uh, I contract with various insurance companies, uh, life insurance, annuities, things like that. But, you know, seldom do I find myself in a situation where I'm dealing with automobile insurance. Mm. And I'll tell you a fascinating story. Uh, I drive a BMW. Love my BMW, but you know it started the Na- engine. Started naturally, vibrating. you drive a BMW. I don't drive a BMW, but you drive a BMW naturally. You know, here's the thing. You know, I, I, when <laughs> I get into my car and they have the medallion on the on the on the um, the, the steering wheel. Yeah. You know, a lot of people will see BMW, but I see build my wealth. Oh, oh, wow! I see build wow. my. So every time I get inside my car, it's reminding me to build my wealth. They're going to love that. Let's send this to BMW. They're going to put you on an ad <laughs> or something here. That's powerful. I tell you what. Here's the thing, though. I mean, hold that thought because uh, they may want to. You know, they may try to burn this. <laughs> <laughs> they may. They may be the other way here. <laughs> but anyway, I, I take my car to the dealer. Yes. And you know, and I when I bought the car, I bought a. Um, uh, it was a uh, maintenance package on it. Right. And which so many people say that's a sucker's bet. You're never going to use it. Forget it. You know, well, here's the thing. I I would use I would take my car in for servicing and BMW wouldn't charge me a dime. They do it. They did this multi point servicing. They would check everything. And, you know, I'd pick up my car and it would run. It was running fine. I'd make a few suggestions. They check it out and say, oh, well, you know, it's it's okay. Or we can't duplicate it, blah, 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 whatever. So again, you know, a uh, couple of weeks, I'm driving my car and I noticed that, you know, the, when I started up, the engine is vibrating. Make mm-hmm. a long story short, I take it to the dealership mm-hmm. and they check out the car. And here's the thing, Paul, uh, my, I, my maintenance contract had expired. Uh, the warranty on the car, the vehicle warranty had expired. Are you so organized that you knew it and you just chose to let it expire? Or was it just like it happens to most of us? What do you mean it expired? Well, COVID happened. Yeah. See, I, you know, normally, normally, you know, I I buy a car and then I, you know, keep it for a couple of years and then I buy another car. I just upgrade sure. it. And then the maintenance plans on it, the warranties, everything transfer is over. So I don't have, I never have to worry about that. COVID kind of, you know, put, you know, kind of put a halt to certain things. And I was like, well, you know, I started, you know, taking a look at my situation, my finances and stuff. And I started asking myself, do I really need another car right now? Right. Uh, the car was running fine, you know, but just like Murphy's Law, whatever can go wrong. I will. 
you know. So again, I had this issue with the vibrating at the engine. Take the car in. Uh, sure enough, uh, both motor mounts had collapsed. Ooh, ouch! That doesn't and the sound problem good. was they they diagnosed the problem to where as one day I was driving my car and I hit this pothole, a major pothole. I just thought it tore off the whole front end of the car. And so I'm like, wow, I'm glad, you know, I'm thinking BMW engineering and stuff. The car is fine. No problem. Uh, matter of fact, I, before I get in that, I'll tell another story. Uh, one day I was driving my car uh, on the surface street and I'm watching traffic, you know, in, in review, rear, rear traffic and traffic in front of me. The lights changing. I'm assuming that this person's going to accelerate and go through the light. So I accelerated a little bit, you know, to yeah. make the light as well. Normally I don't do that, but this person decided to stop. Yeah, been there. And all of a sudden, within a split second, Paul, I had a car on the side of me, a car behind me. All of this stuff is happening in a split second. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, I'm getting ready to have an accident. Now, my, as far as my auto insurance, I've never had an accident, never reported an accident. Wow. I've never been wow. in an accident. They say every couple of years people get an accident, minor, small or minor, big. Yeah. So it just flashed across my my eyes, you know, that my my third eye that, hey, you know, I'm going to have this accident. How bad is it going to be? And, Paul, all I knew was to hit the brakes. That's all I knew at that moment, hit the brakes. And all of a sudden, I heard these tiny explosions in my mind going on all around the car. Left axle, left axle, right, rear, whatever, just these tiny explosions. And I gripped, I gripped the steering wheel and all of a sudden the car stopped. The car stopped and I, I could hear the little where I was really close to the car, the, 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 the yeah. buzzer. But the thing is, I wasn't in an accident. And I, when I went, I took my car into servicing and they said, Oh, and I, I told them the same scenario as far as the story. I said, I knew I was in an accident. All of a sudden I hit the brakes and I heard these tiny explosions. They said, oh, yeah, that's just how the ABS works as far as it, it the computer automatically uh, gives tension and releases tension on certain certain right. brakes. Exactly. And it does it in a split second. Yeah. So that sold me on BMW as far as their performance and, and the safety and whole nine yards. So right. I, I love my BMW. But I took it into the to the dealership. They said, OK, well, your, metal, your motor mouse will collapse. And uh, we got a problem with, uh, with one of your axles. We see there's a there's a crack in it. Wasn't Ooh, wasn't devastating right. to whereas it was it was, you know, uh, it was going to fall apart because but they did when they did the service and they say, well, you need to take a look at this, you know, six months when you bring the car back in, we're going to reevaluate it, make sure everything is OK. But we just wanted to wanted to bring this to your attention. Yeah. But we will have to replace your motor mounts. So when they did the initial estimate, everything was thirty five hundred dollars. Oh, always. Uh, they just start with those numbers. Thirty five hundred dollars. And then they asked me if I wanted to proceed like that wasn't a major decision. <laughs> Yeah. Well, and how would you like to pay for that? Right. <laughs> so, but here's the thing. Um, I, you know what? I'm not going to, uh, I had a service representative. I'm not going to give his full name, but we're just going to call him Angel. Uh, was angel, he, was his, he an angel or was well, his he a name, devil? Is, well, he acted like an angel, man, but he, you know, his name is, his name is Angel. I'm not going to get into his last name, but we were talking. He said, well, I tell you what, he said, they pulled my, the, the maintenance records of the vehicle because I've never had my car, car service anyplace else. He said, well, we're, I need to talk to my manager. And I, I've heard that before. Let me talk to the manager. They go back, have a cup of coffee. Yes, you know. exactly. <laughs> oh, I talked to the manager and, you know, we can do this. Yeah. So, um, Oldest sales trick in the book here. Yeah. yeah. So the guy tells me, he said, well, my manager is, you know, in a meeting right now, blah, blah, blah. But as soon as he gets out of the meeting, we're going to give you a call. And I'm sitting there thinking, okay, well, yeah, I'm just waiting for the, the shoe to drop. Right. So finally, 
uh, the manager calls me up. He said, hey, you look, uh, I was tied up all day. He said, but first thing in the morning, he said, I'm going to take a look at, um, we're going to pull your service records, everything, I'm, uh, and I'll give you an answer first thing in the morning. So first thing in the morning, sure enough, the guy gives me a phone call. He said, Mr. French, uh, you know, we looked at the entire service record. We noticed back in, I think it was 2019 or something like that, you complained about some vibration in the engine. He said, and they contacted BMW and looking at the entire history of my car, they said, what they're going to do is they're going to pay 75% of the maintenance and you pay the for an expired policy here on an expired warranty and maintenance plan. And I sat there uh, with my mouth open. Yeah, I'm sitting here with my mouth open. uh, Like, wow, I can't. But but, but here's the thing. I had a backup, and I I didn't know this at the time. But Angel had told me, he said, Tyrone, he said, um, uh, sometimes what people do is they call their auto insurance company to see if they would pay for it. And I had never heard of anything like that. You can call the auto insurance company. That's the last person I would call if I didn't have a policy. Hey, could you pay for this? Well, think about it. I mean, you know, people think they have an automobile policy and it's, it's in case they get into a car accident. That, um, but yeah, again, he right. said it. It went into one ear, out the other. But when he came back and said, you know, he told me about the $3,500 and I was talking. And uh, the service manager's name was, you know, Todd. Uh, came back and said, okay, well, Mr. French, we're going to work with you 75%. You paid the 25 Man, it was like a, a big relief. And again, here's yeah. the thing, Paul. It's not I have the money to pay for it. But why pay all of that money if you don't have to? No. That was the whole issue. That was the whole point. I get that loud and clear. I get more mad over the little stuff. I, the waste, you know what you know what to me? It's waste. I, I don't mind if I choose to go spend thirty five hundred dollars on a vacation or something, great. If I choose to live it up and spend some money, great. But it's that unexpected thing that pops up that I wasn't planning for, right. that I wasn't prepared for, that always ticks me off. And then I somehow I feel like, whether I got it or not, what a waste. Gee, I just got this money and now I'm going to waste it. I got it. It just it's like it just got taken away from me. Exactly, exactly. So again, you know, being everybody's man, I mean, most people feel that way. I mean, so it's just it's just common to think. You know, hey, look, you know, you know, I don't, you know, it's, it's got to get done, got to do it, but mm-hmm. I don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. So, I had two options. I had option A and option B. So when he came, when when uh, Todd came back, service manager over BM, Long Beach BMW came back and told me that they decided, uh, as far as seventy five percent, me pay twenty five. Uh, I was ecstatic. However, the uh, angel. Can't give me, sent me an email and said, Hey, Mr. French, uh, we decided that instead of, cause my cost share was going to be $400. He said, Well, we worked out another deal and come to find out we broke it down to where you're going to pay $158 out of pocket. What? And I was like, Okay, yeah, this guy's an angel. Yeah. <laughs> why? You know, I, I, from, everybody in the audience is asking, Why? Why did they bend over backwards for you? Why are they accommodating you? Why did they keep, once they make a deal, why did they try and make it better? You're not, moaning and complaining you're not you're not threatening them you're not uh... the idea that i well, what they told me was that based on my relationship with them the servicing that was performed performed because i never missed a service uh, uh scheduled service they look at my car it's immaculate my car it's like they can't believe <laughs> how well my car is maintained and so they took all of that into consideration and just wanted me to be a happy customer. 
And it was like, you're the type of person that, you know, we want driving a BMW. I mean, you maintain the car. So you're, you always say, you know, we have these hidden assets. Reputation is one of them. You were a good customer and you didn't value that enough. They did. This is now we're talking feelings, not facts. My feelings are always hurt. I don't think my bank, my credit card, my dealer really cares that much whether they continue the relationship. They say they do. The few times I have to bump into somebody over something, usually like a late fee or something, oh, they give me holy hell about it here. Well, one of the things I can I can honestly say from our conversation, the conversation I had with the service manager over there, again, his name was, his name was Todd. I told him, I said, you know, Todd, I said, I am a BMW customer for life. Yes. Wow. For that life. one little thing, they had a choice. Which way to go? Yes. Should yes. we give a shout they, out to the dealership? Do you want to? They, they, well, it's, it's Long Beach BMW, and I mean not, that that's phenomenal. Any, that's yeah. about it, you know. Uh, and you know, again, I'm I'm a satisfied customer. I've been with them now for a few years. Uh, I guess going on six years, and it just gets better and better and better. So I say the takeaway is one: the importance of having a relationship, and don't downplay it. Don't assume. Don't just roll over and say it doesn't matter. Too often I say it doesn't matter. I don't think it matters enough anymore. But when it does, it does. You saved a chunk of dough and felt good. The whole experience was positive. You, you, you the, the shock went away. They made you feel like a king, and they kept you a customer for life. Wow, over a simple thing. Yeah. But here's the thing. They also were, try, they were trying to solve the problem prior to, as far as, like I said, the $3,500, because Angel had mentioned, the service rep had mentioned about the car insurance. I had never thought about that. So this is what I want my listeners listeners to, to understand and check out today. Okay. In your automobile policy, you have this clause. Well, some some policies have a clause or a benefit for mechanical failure. I didn't know this. I didn't know this. But but again, you could be paying your your automobile insurance. You're thinking, okay, if I don't get into an accident, uh, I'm never going to use this. So it's almost like you know I'm wasting money. But you get into an accident, the first thing you want to know is people want to know is, did you have auto insurance? Right. You know, so I called the insurance company. I explained to them what the situation was. And I'm thinking, you know, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking that they're going to, you know, laugh me off the, off the telephone. <laughs> right. Exactly. The service Next. rep, they pulled my policy and said, oh, yeah, Mr. French, uh, we, your policy covers mechanical failures. And I told them what the expense was, the $3,500. And they said, oh, yes, well, your, yeah, your policy will cover that. And what we'll do is we'll file a claim and have the, the claim adjusters communicate with BMW. And then what they'll do is they'll send, send you a check. Matter of fact, they asked me for my account number, routing number. They will send me a check minus the deductible. I couldn't. The, Paul, I was shocked. So can we be honest here? We started the show by saying you have an insurance agency. If anybody knows the ins and outs of insurance, it's Tyrone French, not Paul Roberts, who can't even tell you where his policy is. It's something I buy. I hope I never use it. I don't think about it. I just, once I bought it, I stick it in a drawer some way, and I hope I never have to find it again. My house insurance, my car insurance, my life insurance, whatever I'm insuring against, I don't ever look, think about the details. We're, and here you are, as sophisticated as you are, even you didn't know all the ins and outs or had forgotten them along the way. 
I would never say I know everything about insurance. I would never say I know anything about my profession. What I can do is tell you where to go and find the answer mm. and, to, and to research it, re, uh, research it. But again, what I'm telling my viewers and my listeners is that pull out those policies. Take a look at them. Yes. Call the companies. Find out what those benefits are. Find out if you can literally, you know, look at your coverages to whereas you maybe you can tweak those coverages a little bit to whereas you can literally lower that monthly premium. Yeah. Right. Because a lot of companies are doing that right now. Hey, another thing that now I'm going to again, we're in the realm of feelings here. So you can correct me if the facts are otherwise. But my feeling is about so many insurance guys, not Tyrone French, but so many other guys, they sign you up and they forget about you, too. They don't call up and say, hey, things have changed. There's a new policy out. There's a new thing. Uh, and maybe it's just because they don't want to let, let sleeping dogs lie. I don't want to bring it up and evaluate it again. But shouldn't we be pulling all of these policies out, looking at them once in a while, and calling up your agent and saying, let's review where I'm at. Is this really the best policy? Is there anything that's changed in my life or in the world of policies, something newer, cheaper, better, different, whatever? I, I, I don't I, – my agent – I've had an insurance agent for a car agent for 100 years. Not once has he ever called me up and said, hey, let's review your policy. And, you know, Paul, for, um, in, in their defense, a lot of insurance agents will send you a birthday card. Yeah. Or right. they'll, they'll send you, oh, he uh, does you know, that. A, Christmas, a Christmas card or something like that. But like I said, yeah, they don't send you a statement based on reviewing your policy. And you got to understand that a lot of these agents, you know, me included we have a lot of clients yeah yeah i guess so we yeah so just that would be counterproductive to call all of your clients to find out if they want to do a policy review you know sometimes you know there's a beneficiary change and so when mm -hmm. you're making that change you go ahead you do the review they want to increase their coverages or decrease their coverages in that in that situation yeah we'll go ahead and we'll do a review right but a lot of times the onus is on the policy holder yeah to say, hey, look, you know, there's some changes in my life. Let's see if I can call the insurance company and see what we can do to adapt to these. Well, you just generated a bunch of phone calls. Because everybody listening today is going to pick up the phone. If they're not insured through you, they're going to call their insurance agent and say, tell me about this. Have I got this? Which they should. And again, one of the, the one of the major things that people should be looking at is making sure, especially with life insurance, Making sure that their beneficiary statements or the the person that they elected for benefit or selected for beneficiary uh, that is still current. Oh well, that is was still current. When my late aunt died, she didn't leave but ten thousand dollars here, uh, and you know, not a huge, a nice little thing. Thank you, but not a huge deal. It was amazing what because I, I was her only living, breathing relative left. She never got married. She's my mother's child. I'm an only child, so it was me, and I took care of her. I never thought about it. She never thought about it. It was all left, you know, in my mother's name and then my dad's name. There's a whole litany of people down the list. And right. I was just a little kid when this was written 100 years ago. Right. She hadn't thought about it. I hadn't thought about it. And so I had to go through, no, here's my mother's death certificate and here's my relationship. I mean, I had to go jump through all these little hoops just to get this, what would be considered a small sum in insurance world. Right. I'm glad that I got it. I understand it was a world to her. But I had to jump through lots of hoops because she had never thought to update it. When it was written, Paul was 12. Right, right. Yeah, and it's, it's, and it's a major thing, man. Even even with um, people in their 401ks or retirement plans. Yeah. You know, they need to make sure that those beneficiary statements are up to date. It's crucial. I'll tell you another one I've heard about. How about this one? We live in a world, unfortunately, where a lot of us get divorced or end up, you know, somebody dies, you get divorced, whatever. 
and then you get remarried and you got all these crazy policies that have the old spouse in there or the old partner. Absolutely. And Absolutely. all of this and, and and you're not protecting your kids or this. You actually you actually Paul you beat me to the punch because there I have a I have another story where it, it happened and you know the ex-wife, you know, thought that she she was entitled to the money and no no no, it's a contract. And ultimately and it took 6 months to to resolve itself, but uh the ex-wife got the money and the spouse didn't. Uh, the person that passed away didn't get the money. Ouch. But I, I can say this, uh, even with your life insurance policies, you want to make sure, again, call your insurance company. Uh, let's say if you got a whole life insurance policy or universal life insurance policy. Now, I'm going to make this quick because we run out of time. Right. But call the company and see if you have cash value in that policy. Yeah. And all that means is that there's a side fund. There's a, there's a reserve, a cash reserve, to whereas you can use that cash reserve for emergencies. And so I'll give you an example. Uh, I, when I first started out work selling insurance, I was with a company called New York Life Insurance Company back in the 90s. Right. Big I was deal. working with this seasoned insurance agent, and he had me going through his clients, going back to what we we're talking about as far as uh, policy reviews, but going through his clients and, you know, setting up appointments for uh, reviews. Now, this guy was like what a million dollar round table, top producer, mm-hmm. uh, had a staff. And again, I'm a new agent. He had the wherewithal or the foresight to say, hey, let, let me take some of these new agents and have them service my clients, which, which was brilliant. Right. But anyway, make a long story short, uh, I called this lady and man, she was very nasty, very rude. <laughs> just just like, oh, I, I felt like I was dealing with the witch on the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> and I finally had to and I was trying to be professional and courteous and everything. And I'm new at New York life and I didn't want to lose my position. But I finally had, just had to stop and say, hey, look, lady. You know, you know, I apologize. I'm doing you a favor you know, here. I, yeah, yeah, but I said, you have this life insurance policy and you have like $7,000. I get, I got just cut through the chase. I said, you got $7,000 uh, sitting in your policy as far as your cash value and your death benefit. You know, and I said, we just want to set up a time to where we can come back and do an insurance review with you. And Paul, it was, the phone was silent. I thought she hung up on me. Hmm. But all of a sudden, Paul, I heard this whimpering in the background. She was crying. Oh. And she she apologized. She said, you know, I am so, so sorry. She said, she asked me my name. She said, what is your name again? She said, Tyrone. She said, you didn't, you don't know this. She said, but my husband and I, we were praying. She said their home was in foreclosure. What? They were going to lose their house that week. Oh, my. And they didn't see an answer. They were praying. And then all of a sudden, here this guy from New York Life calls them up and let them know that they got $7,000 in a life insurance policy that they had forgotten all about. Hidden value of life. Hidden value. Hidden value. So there's hidden value in your life insurance policy. I'm telling you that there's hidden value in your automobile ins- uh, policy. Call these companies and find out exactly what your benefits are because, again, they literally, they could change your life. They could change your life. Well, and a story of angels today. I'm not sure I always believe that there really are heavenly beings looking out for me here. Uh, but uh, there was one named Angel who helped you out. And you were an angel that day for this woman. It gives me chills kind of here. A true story. True, true story. Well, from those true stories, does everything happen for a reason? Maybe you're listening to this for a reason. 
maybe somebody's trying to reach out through Tyrone here and tell you a story that needs to that you need to hear today. Think about it and go find your policy. Let's start with yes. that. Just go find them. Look at them. Yes. You have nothing to lose, but you have everything to gain. There you go. All and right. again, and if you know, if you want to reach out to me, you know, go to closingthewealthgap.coach. But I tell everybody, you know, the best way to contact me is just to download my free mobile app. It doesn't take up any any space on your phone. Just go to Tyrone or just go to closingthewealthgapapp.com, closingthewealthgapapp.com. Or if that's too long, just go to tyronefrenchapp.com. And now you've got an instant connection, a button you hit, and, and you can communicate and connect and get a feed of information and other ideas like this whenever Absolutely. you want. It, it's at your fingertip. Absolutely. My business is in the palm of your hands. Wow. <laughs> I like that. All right. Thanks for joining us here today. Oh, you're going to give me chills here, all of these stories, how, how you got saved and how you saved somebody else, all because you knew the hidden there is hidden benefit in insurance that we don't understand. Thanks so much. Absolutely. That's our show for this week, Closing the Wealth Gap, the one show, the only show that shows you how to take control of your financial future. Right here in Orange County's only community radio station, OCTalkRadio.net.